Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franzen. What's up, Remarkables? Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. Hey, you guys are in for a treat today. So, uh, you know, we were just coming off of the Remarkable Team Building Immersion in Dallas, Texas, a couple of weeks back. It was fantastic. It was phenomenal. Uh, but you know what? Looking back at the event, I can remember there was I had a moment of remorse. And here was what was going on. Dr. Pete was teaching a session that I wanted to sit in on, but simultaneously, concurrently, I was also teaching a, a session uh, for a breakout for just our owners. I was teaching on compensation and the three ways a, a business owner gets paid, which was an awesome session. And I loved having the privilege of presenting that information. More on that in the future. But simultaneously, Dr. Pete was teaching this awesome. I got my eyes on the PowerPoint deck and I'm like, oh man, I want to sit in on this conversation. Uh, and it was the three practice drivers, right? So, Dr. Pete, today I'm going to ask you if I could, um, can you know, can you tell me all about that talk? Can you redo that talk for me and let everybody else listen in on it? Because I heard it was awesome and I'm impatient and I don't want to wait for the video edits to come back from uh from production. Uh, so let's have a conversation today. I want to learn about what are these three drivers of practice growth success uh, that you are that you talked about. I mean, I'm eager to hear, you know, because I know each one of these has a standalone value. But uh, if we get all three of these engines firing, man, 2023 is probably going to be our best year to date. So uh, let's have at it, man. So first, what are these three practice drivers? And then, uh, yeah, but let me let me let me pull these things apart, and uh, I'm going to ask you some questions around them. Great. Uh, first of all, it was interesting because when when all the owners left the room, it was it, it was definitely a change in the energy all of a sudden, right? And so as I came up, it was it was pretty cool because I don't think that the team knew what I was about to go through and then the exercise we were going to do together, which was really, really fun, honestly. And then it was interesting because on the exact end, on the flip side, on the end of the event, on the end of my session, when the owners came back, I was like, wow, there's also another energy shift. They came out of your session like, oh man, that just happened. So uh, you you absolutely brought it. And so I'm glad that we were able to, quote unquote, divide and conquer in that moment. So I'm super energized to jump into this today. And so, you know, the title really was and is, you know, about the, you know, the practice drivers is about being committed to an alignment. Okay. It's about being in alignment. And one of the things that I had the, the, the attendees do in my session was I said, imagine, you know, cause we always talk about the difference between a ski team and a football team. We talk about the, the team of, you know, specialists versus, you know, experts and, and we talked about that. And I was using, I used the example of a rowing team. I've, I've always loved this example. Um, and I kind of used a, an image of a, of a rowing team. And I had all the different positions on the team. I had like nine because the rowing, the boat I used had nine people. In it. And it was interesting because it didn't even have all the roles that we have in the remarkable team. But I said, you know, look at what this guy's doing. What is this person doing? What about this one, this one, this one, this one? 
And, and if any one of those people is not rowing and doing things the correct way, it jacks up the entire thing. And I talked about how, you know, and I've rowed a boat before and I've done a rowboat where it's just, you know, one person rowing two rows. I've had one where it's like one on each side. I've had one where there's two rows in there. I've done the kayaking with one person kayaking with two people canoeing with one or two. And I mean, when you have more than one person on an oar in a boat, it's amazing how much can go wrong. <laughs> um, it's really challenging to get everybody moving in the same direction. And so I just wanted to just set the tone for everyone in their meeting, just to say, guys, this is a big deal. Like to get everybody rowing in the same direction, pulling at the, the appropriate amount of force at the right time in all of that, listening to the calls from who, the, the person who's leading and everybody keeping their eyes ahead, that in and of itself to do that over and over and over again is remarkable. And so we know what our standard is. It's remarkable. And we talked about if you want to build a dream practice, you have to build a dream team. And a dream team is a team that's in alignment. Okay. So that means we're all rowing in the same direction. Now, I'm not the same as the guy in front of me or the person behind me, but we all know what our purpose and our rowing looks like, even though we might be different sizes and have a different position on the, on the boat or a different position on the team if you're using another sport analogy. Here's the deal. It's all about alignment. It's about a commitment to alignment. That's the goal here. So what I want to talk about, Doc, is I want to talk about the commitment to alignment and the three practice drivers, the three things that drive the practice forward and how those three things need to be in alignment. The first is that the practice must be committed to being purpose-driven. There must be a unified commitment to being purpose-driven. Number two, there has to be a commitment to being data-driven. We must be data-driven and commitment to being data-driven. And the third commitment is we're committed to being team-driven. And each one of these requires a very specific level of focus and intention, and it requires a commitment. And when you have a commitment to being purpose-driven, data-driven, and team-driven, you have alignment. And when that is aligned, that those three together form the practice drivers that ultimately are going to take you as far as you want to go. So Dr. Steven, that's what I want to unpack here today. It's just, again, I'll probably touch on it, but again, that's the framework. I, I love the expression that we're, we're pulled by our vision, but we're pushed by our purpose. Right. So I, I just, I love the spirit of like when you're on a team, whether it's a basketball team, a ski team, football team, or you're on a rowing team or crew team, everybody has to be aligned in their purpose, right? So, you know, you're you're not going to just get a whole bunch of people to just jump in a boat and be like, okay, so here's the deal. We just want you to row as hard as you can, as strong as you can, all at the same time in perfect sync. And you're going to make sure that the, before anybody even puts a uniform on, right, that everybody understands that we have a purpose here, right? So if if you're uh, the a professional football team, you know that we've come together, we've brought this group of people together the players, the coaching, the support staff, all of these people here for one purpose, and that is to win the Super Bowl, right? So it's just like every single thing that we do is going to be tied to winning the Super Bowl, right? So, and that becomes this, this North Star that everybody's moving towards. And it really is something that will push people to a next level. You will find a next gear, if you will, if you have your own purpose, never mind if you have a shared purpose, right? So I love the idea of like, and I'm going to get the math wrong on this, but when you are, when you have 
a team of oxen equally yoked and in alignment, they're like six times stronger than it, it becomes multiplicative versus if you just added up what they could all pull on their own. It's like each one of them could pull 2000 pounds or something like that. And when you yoke six of them together, all of a sudden together, they can pull like 40,000 pounds, right? So it's some extraordinary thing, right? So the idea of everybody being equally yoked to the same purpose and being pushed by that purpose, you just have to know these expressions that we hear like together we go further, right? The concepts of like drafting when you're, you know, in a, in Formula One or NASCAR, right? So all of these things, it's all about doing things together and making sure that everybody is in full alignment. So I love this first one, Pete. You know, I love the purpose conversation, but once you get the why big enough, the hows are going to figure themselves out. So before anybody puts on a uniform, gets in a boat or grabs an oar, everybody's got to have alignment when it comes to the big why. So going with that, one of the things you'll see if you were in the session is we actually used the image of a triangle, which I really love uh, for many reasons. But what I love was when I pointed out to everybody in the room was that the foundation, the flat bottom part of the triangle was actually purpose because purpose is the foundation. Okay. So when you think about what are you building your, your team on, or what are you building the data on? If you think about purpose, team, and data as the three, purpose is actually on the foundation on the bottom. And I believe it's there for a reason because it's actually the foundation. You must get that right, okay? And, and so if there were a hierarchy, again, I would go in the order of purpose is, is, is the most important. It's, that, it's the foundation. You've got to get that right in order to get your team right. And that's the second one. You've got to get the team right. And then if you have your purpose and your team right, the last one you got to get right is data, but in that order, okay? So we're going to go in that order right now. Doc, hundreds of our coaching clients have grown their businesses following our remarkable CEO program. Well, now it's your turn. We are kicking off a new cohort of remarkable CEOs this month. Enrollment's limited, so don't delay. If you're ready to turn your job into a business, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, the Remarkable CEO program is what you've been looking for. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash REM CEO to apply today. So the first one is purpose. So when you think about the purpose of the business, like Dr. Steven, you just said, you said, Hey, we are pulled by our vision, pushed by our purpose. So the vision is what does success look like to you? Okay. And your purpose is why you do what you do. So again, it's, it's, um, it's a principled approach to business. And we're chiropractors. Hopefully we're running principled businesses and living principled lives, but sometimes we're not. And if we're off purpose, right, we know that that's, you know, that's bad for business and, and everybody loses when we're off purpose. So we've got to be on purpose. So you have to know, number one, what's your purpose? Why do you do what you do? Number two, what's your vision? What does success look like? What are we trying to accomplish here? Okay. And then you have to know what your mission is. That's the third. You have to know what your mission is. What's the mission that we're on? And number four, you have to know what is the premise? You know, what's the premise of what you're doing here? What ultimately, what's the premise of the movement? What's the premise of the business? Why does this business exist? Yeah, what's the, okay? what's the deepest underlying belief system that's validating all of the above, right? And that's being expressed here. So as a member of the team, if I'm saying, hey, we are purpose-driven, it means that we have a purpose. It means that we have a vision. It means that we're on a mission and we know what that is and we have a premise and we know what that is. So when we are building a, a practice, 
and want to drive that practice forward, which we, I believe we all want, you have to start with the foundation. The foundation is your purpose, it's your vision, your mission, and your premise. And that's the foundational place, Doc. That's where we start. That's the first driver of the practice that must be in alignment, that we must commit to. So we talked about, as an example, and this will roll into the next one really well, we talked about A team members, hiring an A players only. We talked about that. We use those phrases, but what does that mean? I actually had a call this week uh, about this. And specifically, the issue came up was, I've always historically hired for the role, but not necessarily got the right people. And I said, oh, that's interesting. You skipped the first right, and you went right to the second right. You tried to bypass getting the right person into the right role. You just went right to the right role. You thought this was the right person for that role, and you missed the first one. It's kept backfiring historically year over year. You're wondering what's going on because we didn't get the first one right. The first one to get right is to make sure that you know what your your vision, mission, premise, and purpose is, and to make sure that whenever you're bringing and building your team, that you start there first with yourself and two, by getting that right person that aligns, right? We say aligns with your vision story, aligns with your business core values. They align with your mission and your premise and your purpose. They align. And if there's alignment, check, 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 then we can move to the next step, but not before we start here. So Dr. Steven, this is very practical as well when, when it comes to building your business, building your team, growing your business and doing it on purpose. Yeah. So I, I think for people that struggle with this, because it can feel like a, you know, a quagmire, right? There's like all of there's a lot here, right? This purpose-driven, man. So, okay, that's that's a lot of that sort of soft science stuff that I I hear all the time, and I I've done it a couple of times over the years, but I could never just state this is my purpose, right? So, this is our mission, how we serve our purpose. This is this is the premises, the underlying belief system behind all of the above, right? So, I know what those things are, but I couldn't necessarily state them, right? So, and then there's the people thing. Oh my gosh, team driven team. You know, I hear ninety five percent of your problems are people problems. I disagree with that. I think 99.5% of my problems are people problems. Like, so people are like, it's like you're underestimating, right? That, and then data, it's like, ugh, not really into the numbers. I'm more of a passionate, purpose-driven chiropractor who doesn't pay attention to the numbers. I'm allergic to Excel spreadsheets and I just, I just love on my people and I get great results. So, and I'm like, okay, how's that going so far? Do you really think that you're optimizing your impact, right? So Looking at all these things all at the same time would be overwhelming. So I love this methodology that you've laid out, the sequence of it. There's a sequencing and it gets easier if you follow the sequence. You know, first figuring out your purpose, like why? Why does this business business exist? Why mu must we succeed? Like what's the dent we're trying to make in the universe as Steve Jobs famously said, right? So, you know, in the remarkable practice, if I can use our our, our purpose as a as an example, our, the purpose of the remarkable practice, our purpose statement is to restore health. It's just a very simple, straightforward statement that everyone can understand, everyone can remember and state. And it's a clarifying, codifying call to action, right? Everything that we do is measured against that purpose statement is to restore health. Like, and before you yawn and say, well, yeah, well, that's, you know, that's kind of like boring and not very colorful. It's like, it's actually rich and deep because we're not just saying, oh, we restore health because we're involved in chiropractic. No, we restore, we restore the health of humanity through our clients, right? So our, you know, we say our purpose is to restore health. We help more people, help more people. Like everything we do is about helping more people, help more people. We restore the health of 
the chiropractic practice itself. And when we do that, we restore the health of chiropractic as an industry. When you restore the health of chiropractic practices, you're restoring the health of a team, a team that was probably dysfunctional or a restoring the health of a chiropractor who is probably running their practice through brute force at the expense of their health and their, maybe their marriage, maybe not knowing their kids, right? So it's an unsustainable thing where they maybe lost their passion and their purpose and it'll cut short their career. It's just unsustainable or they'll wreck their, their personal life in the process, right? So we restore health of the chiropractor. We restore health of chiropractic families and for the people that work in the practice, their families, right? So the purpose of, of the remarkable practice is to restore health. So everything that we do is looked at through the lens of this is why we do what we do to restore health, right? So once we understand that, we say, well, how do you do that? Like, how do you restore health? And that's the mission. So as you start to define, this is how we restore health, right? So through what we do as uh, in the remarkable practice, which is we create this transformative content and experiences for chiropractic teams, transformative, not informative transformative. We change the way people think and behave, which changes their outcome. So we help more people by helping more people, right? So that's our mission. So it helps us see this is how we do what we do. Well, once you know how you serve your purpose, then you can say, well, it's going to take people to do those things, right? So the how is a really high level way of saying, well, there's a lot of moving parts there. If you're going to be creating transformative content and experiences for chiropractic teams, Okay, that means there's an academy, there's coaching, there's all kinds of content, materials, infographics, there's a podcast, there's live events. Wow, there's a lot of moving parts there. Guess what? That that starts to flesh out systems, processes, procedures, which call for people. And each one of those activities requires a specific role, a genius that's we're going to organize all those activities around. So now we're starting to flesh out a organizational chart for what, what are the people, what's the team look like to serve the purpose of restoring health. So now we get to know who are the right people to put in the right seats. Well, what are the right seats? Well, they're doing the right work the right way. Okay. So now, uh, okay. So now I'm seeing that this can actually be team driven and people driven. And then ultimately all those people in the right seats doing the right work the right way. Well, all of that has to be measurable, right? So if we if we are truly on a mission to restore health, we're going to want to know whether we're on track or off track. If you're really serious about making an impact, you've got to be able to measure this, right? So now that means we have to have data. So it has to be data-driven. In order to optimize this business, all of those activities, all that right work done by those right people in the right seats, all of that's measurable. And that creates those metrics or key performance indicators, KPIs. So now we have the data that speaks to us and says, you're either on track or off track so that you know that you're optimizing and serving that purpose. Yeah. I mean, it's so rich and it comes together. So I think you know, as you're listening to Doc talk, you know, it's starting to hit the rubber hits the road. So he's giving you great examples of, for example, when the remarkable practice. So the first thing you have to know is what is what is your purpose, right? What is the dent you're trying to make? What is your vision? What does success look like? What is your mission? How do you serve your purpose? You need to know what your premise is. What is the underlying belief that you're shaping? Like, what is that? You got to know that for your practice. And so we obviously teach that. So that's the first thing you have to get right. And when you when you've established that, then you move to the second thing, as Doc said, it's naturally going to progress into your people. And hopefully you will build a team, right? That dream team. 
so that you can have that dream practice and, and you can do it if you know your purpose, if you build a purpose-driven team. And so the purpose-driven team, there's a few elements of that that are really important. Number one is that they align with the business core values. So this means that we would actually have business core values. It means that we have to select values that we are going to abide by. Remember, values is how you behave. We demonstrate our core values, okay? So there's a big difference between actual core values and an aspirational value. We're talking about the actual value. Like I'm not talking about, we don't have aspirational definitions of our values, things that we always aspire to do, but we have to be able to say, I did it or didn't do it, or I can do it and I will do it. And I did do it when we evaluate ourselves and our team. And so your core values is the first is to make sure that when you're building a team driven, it's a team driven practice that it's, that it's driven by people behaving a certain way abiding by the values that we are aligned and committed to alignment, committed to our core values. We make value-based decisions and we, we, we live these core values. We demonstrate them. We, we showcase the values day in and day out through the big and the little things. And that's the first. So when I'm bringing in a team to make sure that they understand what our core values are, our company and ask them, do you share this value? Do you align with this value, can you commit to integrity? This is what it looks like. Can you commit to being purpose-driven? Can you commit to hustle? Can you commit to innovate? Can you commit, fill in the blank? Are you committed to those things? Do you have any questions about that? Is there any confusion about that? Let's not move forward until we have crystal clarity on what that means, because that's actually the standard of how we work here, okay? Everyone is held to that standard of core values. That's the first thing. The second thing is the four rights. We call them the four rights. So you've got to get... To build a uh, a team-driven practice that's on purpose, it's committed to number one, being the right person. That's the first one you got to get right. And that right person aligns with your core values, as we just discussed, and the vision. When you share and cast that vision, that that, that vision compels me to, to, to respond. I want to be a part of that. I, I do want to win the Super Bowl. So I do want to get joined this team because that is my ultimate mission. I do want to help reach this community and save more lives in this community. I do want to help more people, you know, so I'm buying into that. I, I say, yes, yeah, sign me up, put me in, I'm in. Um, so I'm, I'm pulled by that. I want to be a part of that. So that's the first. The second one is that, you know, they're in the right role. And so just because somebody is on the mission and they love the vision and they share our core values doesn't mean they have a spot on the team necessarily, because we have to make sure that we align the gifts and talents and hardwiring of this person with the actual role that we're trying to fulfill. And again, this isn't a this is actually a filtering methodology to make sure that we only accept and bring in the right people, put them in the right role at the right time. You know, because right now you may not have that available. Maybe in the future you would, but as of right now you may or may not. So you have to have a clearly defined role. And when we do that, we have clearly defined roles with clearly defined responsibilities with clearly defined accountabilities. And with that, I have that person look and study that role and understand that that's what we're hiring you to do. We're asking you to do this role, which is these responsibilities. You're going to be accountable to these things. Do you get that? Do you want that? Do you have that capacity to actually do that? Okay. And we shared this on our last couple of podcasts ago that we hire people ahead of our growth. So it's not that I'm hiring you to just keep the status quo. I'm hiring you and putting you in positions to grow to the next level. Okay. We hire ahead of that growth. So this is what, where our need is. This is the void and we need to help us grow to the next level, okay? So that's that's the second right. 
The third right is that they're doing the right work. Okay. The right work is what's important now. And that's determined by what are the priorities? What is, what is most important in the business right now? And for my role specifically, these are the things that are the most important. These are the things that I'm going to be accountable to. These are the things that you can count on me for. I'm going to take ownership over that. I got that. Right. And, and these are the priorities. These are the responsibilities, but these are the priorities of that role. This is, and this is the, that's that work. That's the right work. And then the work, the fourth right is the right way. It matters. Like you talk, we share all the time, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. It matters how you do it. It matters how you answer that phone. It matters how you take that payment. It matters how you do that meet and greet. It matters how you fill in the blank. It matters how we set up the chairs. It matters how we clean. It matters. Every little thing matters. That's the third, uh, fourth right. And then the last is that we're committed to an alignment of these things that I know as a team that we're all in this together. I'm a, I'm not siloed in my role. I'm not a competing against other people in my business. Hey, when I win, you win. If you win, I win. Are we good like that? Because my goal is that everybody wins. Okay. So alignment to me in a team means we're in this together. We're better together. And you know whether you're at a, a the top of the organizational chart, the accountability chart. Or you're maybe lower down and it doesn't matter. We're all equal because without every person on the team, we got no shot. And we have an alignment. We're committed to working together. And as a team, we know when we do that, everybody wins. So that's what it means to be team-driven, Doc, Steven. And I think that's such a such an important part of you know wanting to go to work every day and, and feeling energized going to your own business every day is that you've built a team of people that are uh that are committed and are in alignment. Yeah. So uh, as you're saying this, Pete, all I can think about is like how A players thrive in what you're describing and B players and C players and D players would be allergic to that kind of environment, right? It's just like, so if you're trying to establish these things and you're trying to have a purpose-driven business and you're trying to have a team-driven business and you're finding points of resistance, right? So when you're finding that people just aren't engaged or participating, right? You can feel that they're disengaged, right? So those are sure signs that you might have collected up or let some B and C players into your house, right? So you got to check yourself, right? So you got to say, I know that if I have A players in the house, they are, they, they, they demand that there is purpose, pur purposeful work that they're committing themselves to. They have to be part of something that's more important, right? So they want to add value. They want to spend their time, energy, focus, just serving a greater purpose, right? So that's just an attribute of an A player. Um, and, you know, they want to be part of a team of A players. Like A players won't tolerate B and C players. So if you let B and C players hang around, you're going to lose whatever A players you have because they just won't tolerate it. Because remember, we're all in the boat together. We're all pulling the oars together, right? So, and if we are equally yoked and we are aligned, right? And I'm relying on you that if you win, I win. And if you don't win, I don't win. A players aren't going to tolerate that. And all of that, Pete, is going to be exposed by data, right? And making sure that you know, just recognize the power of having the numbers and keeping it objective and making sure that when we say that people are accountable, you know, they're responsible for activities, but they're accountable to the metrics that measure those activities, right? So as people take on the responsibility of different roles, each one of those responsibilities is measurable. That produces a data, right? And information that we can measure and keep this conversation objective, right? So we want to have a data-driven business. You want to have a data-driven practice, which means you want to do data-driven marketing. You want to ha have data-driven hiring practices. 
you want to have data-driven trainings and definitely data-driven meetings. You know, we talk about KPIs all the time, but really KPIs are the table stakes for having the remarkable business. So the last thing you said, and I'll I'll wrap with this doc, um, we could go on and on. I know you and I is ultimately, if you have a practice that's built, it has the three drivers in alignment. Like you said, it's purpose-driven, it's team-driven, data-driven. Data-driven is there's really three elements. It's that there's clear expectations and honest agreements on the front end of every relationship, including the relationships with your team and with your practice members. It's absolutely vital that we have that, we establish that across the board. That's that's absolute must. And anytime we lack an expectation being clear and we lack making the, a, an agreement, there always leads to issues, always, every time. And so, you know, if you're finding that there's an issue in your practice, go back to the beginning in the relationship and ask yourself, did we set clear expectations and make honest agreements? Um, the second is that there's reporting systems, okay? So within the context of the business, there's an actual systemized approach to this. This isn't haphazard. We don't want to play problem whack-a-mole our whole life. Like Dr. Steven talked about, you can run your whole practice in reaction and in a state of, of, like you said, problem whack-a-mole all the time. And a lot of practices are run like that. Even, you know, team trainings are run like, well, what's on fire right now? Let's go, let's go do that. Um, you know, and, and really having systems for everything, for reporting, um, systems for the meetings, systems for the training. You got systems to report and rhythms for those meetings. And when we commit to that, that data gets reported, that data gets discussed, and then that data turns into action steps that ultimately turn into a behavioral change and outcomes that change. It, it leads to better outcomes. And that's ultimately what it is, better outcomes for, for the business, better outcomes for the patient and the patients and better outcomes for the community. Everybody wins. So again, it's commitment to being in alignment, alignment with what? To the three practice drivers. It's commitment to being aligned with your purpose, purpose-driven. Committed to being alignment with your team, team-driven. Commitment to being alignment with data, data-driven. These are the three practice drivers that are the key to building a remarkable practice and having that remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, What the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.